Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. It is a sprint to the end of 2020. This is your morning buzzcast for Monday, December 14th. I'm Abe Madcor. Good morning. Hope everybody had a good weekend. A lot going on. I do believe that this week, the week of December 14th, we'll see a lot of news before things slow down. And today shows a very newsy and busy Monday morning. Let's start with news that the New York Times broke last night that the Cleveland Indians have decided to change their team name, moving away from a name that has long been criticized as racist. It is not immediately clear what the team's next steps will be beyond dropping the name. There is expected to be more clarity on this issue throughout this week. And one reports that the franchise is planning to keep the Indians name and uniforms for this upcoming season while working to shift the name as early as 2022. Big news out of Cleveland as they look to drop the Indians moniker that they've had for 105 years. Let's move on to very big news out of the collegiate ranks. Our Michael Smith is reporting that North Northwestern Athletic Director Jim Phillips is the ACC's pick to succeed retiring Commissioner John Swafford. He is citing multiple sources. This started to move late last night. Yahoo Sports first reported that the conference had targeted Phillips and was preparing an offer. Now, Jim Phillips, if you don't know, is a Chicago native and has been athletic director at Northwestern since 2008. He was runner-up to Kevin Warren for the Big Ten Commissioner job last year after being considered the front runner when Jim Delaney retired. Phillips has tremendous respect across intercollegiate athletics. He was actually named SBJ's Athletic Director of the Year in 2018. He has a very influential voice among committees. He has previously chaired the NCAA's Division I Council. He currently sits on the NCAA Men's Basketball Selection Committee, which he is scheduled to chair during the 21-22 season. But Jim Phillips has great respect for elevating athletics at a small private institution in the Big Ten at Northwestern against the likes of major state universities. And our Michael Smith reports that was of particular interest to the ACC, where six of the 15 member institutions are private. Now, timing will be interesting here because the Northwestern Wildcats are scheduled to play in the Big Ten football championship game on Saturday against Ohio State. So you wonder if that could impact the timing of announcing Jim Phillips. But all indications are that Jim Phillips set to become the next ACC commissioner, and that is a very strong choice. Moving over to the NFL, the Tennessee Titans have been winning on the field. They are a franchise that really has turned the corner and And now it has stabilized its ownership. Over the weekend, it was announced that the Titans will remain owned by the Adams family. And Amy Adams Strunk will now hold a 50% share 
and remain as the controlling owner of the team after Susie Adams-Smith agreed to sell her share of the team to the family-controlled corporation. Now, why is this important? It's important because Amy Adams-Strunk is pretty well-regarded. She has made a lot of good moves, specifically on the football side, in hiring general manager John Robinson, hiring head coach Mike Vrabel. This team is really well-suited for success. And now Amy Adams-Strunk will hold 50% share and remain as the controlling owner. Remember, the Titans franchise was fined in 2016 for being out of compliance with NFL rules requiring a single person to hold at least 30% equity and have full autonomy on all team matters. The team believes that this transaction, with Amy Adams Strunk holding a 50% share of the franchise, puts them in compliance with the NFL League rules. The sale must be approved by the other NFL owners who will consider the matter at the league meeting this week. But big news, out of Tennessee, it seems like the Titans have some real ownership stability. Staying with the NFL, again, owners will meet this week, and they're also expected to discuss adding a 17th regular season game game starting next season. Now this is complicated. Now they have the ability to add a 17th regular season game per the new collective bargaining agreement. I'm sure teams would like it for more revenue. Networks would love more inventory, but the NFLPA will likely push back and it's really not certain that the league wants to move forward by adding a game in the midst of a pandemic. There's just so many other things to figure out in the schedule. I want to shift to MLS because How big was the Columbus crew on Saturday, beating the Seattle Sounders to claim the club's second-ever MLS Cup, winning in Columbus on Saturday night? I mean, this is a great story. Remember, the crew were on the cusp of being relocated to Austin, Texas. A Save the Crew campaign started. It worked. They got new owners in D and Jimmy Haslam and Dr. P. Edwards, and those new owners have done everything right as the team has regained its footing in the marketplace and now seems well-positioned for future success. They're building a new stadium, which is scheduled to open next summer, and that'll come after winning the MLS Cup on Saturday night. They've spent money on players, and the local community has really responded. But really, this is a great story of redemption for this franchise, and congratulations to Major League Soccer, finishing a season, crowning a champion. Remember, their season began on February 29th. They shut down. They did the MLS's back tournament in the bubble in Florida. They go back to their local markets and complete a season, a playoff season, and crown a champion on Saturday night, December 12th. So what a long season, but congratulations to Don Garber, Mark Abbott, Gary Stevenson, and the entire MLS League office for completing its season. Let's end with some baseball news. Fascinated by Dave Dombrowski's return to baseball, leading the baseball operations for the Philadelphia Phillies. He met the media on Friday and said really what interested him in terms of returning to a top spot at a team level was that John Middleton will spend. John Middleton wants to win and it's a market that really attracted Dave Dombrowski. But remember, Dombrowski was in Nashville working with local leaders, really working hard to land an expansion Major League Baseball franchise in this city. Among the many interesting elements from Dombrowski's press conference on Friday said that when he spoke to Major League Baseball when considering the Phillies' offer, baseball informed him it would be years 
before an expansion franchise would be considered. That definitely weighed into Dombrowski's decision to listen closely to the Phillies' offer and ending up joining that team. He's a longtime veteran who likes to spend money, who always wins by making bold trades and making big moves, and that runs counter to many organizations that are hiring younger GMs, very focused on analytics and sustainable development. That's really not been Dave Dombrowski's DNA. As one Boston columnist called him, Dave Dombrowski is a survivor when it comes to Major League Baseball and he certainly is. It'll be interesting to see what he can accomplish in Philadelphia. Staying with baseball and staying with GM news, the Mets search for a general manager to work with team president Sandy Alderson is concluded. They have landed on D-backs assistant GM Jared Porter, who is at 41, a very well-regarded baseball operator. Also, one very interesting thing over the weekend. Why is Steve Cohen playing to such good reviews in New York as the new owner of the Mets. Well, Cohen and his wife Alex spent part of Saturday outside City Field in a rainy, drizzling day meeting and greeting Mets season ticket holders who stopped by for a bobblehead promotion. Yep, both Steve Cohen and his wife Alex Cohen surprised the fans by saying hello to them, spending time with them, because the fans were there to pick up bobbleheads from games from last season that they weren't able to attend due to the pandemic. So another good move by Steve Cohen and his wife Alex by being out in public, by engaging with Mets fans, and being visible. They really are doing a lot of the right things in their early days of owning that franchise. So again, a lot going on on this Monday, December 14th. I think it's going to be a busy week. Hope everyone has a great start to their week. Stay healthy, stay safe, be good to each other. I'm Abe Madcore for your Morning Buzzcast. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.